All right, welcome everybody to episode number four of the Yankee Chronicles Roundtable. My name is Bobby Ryan. On behalf of YankeeChronicles.com, I want to welcome everybody. You can find us on YouTube and on Spotify at Yankee Chronicles. You can also follow us on Twitter at Yankee Chronicle, and you can find us on Facebook. We are joined today by the majority of our team. We have Evan, Robert, Donald, Carolyn, and Rob. I want to thank everybody for coming to join us this week. Uh, today's topic is going to be free agents and who fits the Yankees best. And Robert, we're going to start with you. Who do you think is that one free agent that the Yankees need in order to fill a gap? Well, I know a lot of people are talking about go get Trevor Bauer, go get Trevor Bauer. Me personally, he comes across to me as too much of a me guy. He wants to be the center of attention. Plus, there has been those stories where he played with Garrett Cole together. They were teammates together at UCLA and didn't get along very well. So if that dynamic still exists, I don't see him as a fit here. A guy I would go after in another area is catching. We all know Gary Sanchez had a pitiful year, and that's being kind. And there's a free agent catcher out there that's not getting a lot of talk but I think he'd be a good guy to go after. It's James McCann of the White Sox. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that name. I've also heard uh, Yadier Molina. Who is, yeah, uh, I think Yadier. You know, that would be somebody that they can get for a couple of years on the tail end of his career and um, groom the next, you know, the next catcher coming through the system. So, you know, I think those are the two, you know, I have heard James McCann. I, I do think that is a name that could fit. Um, Evan, who's the free agent that you feel is uh, a good fit? Well, there, there's a couple, but to stick on catcher, obviously you want real Miyuto, but I don't think the money's going to be there. So I would personally go after Romine again. I think you can bring him back on a pretty cheap deal um, and try to work it with him and uh, Higgy and see if those guys work together and kind of reevaluate uh, Sanchez. You know, because if, if he comes back next year and is DH or catcher and does really well, you got his trade value up, or maybe he becomes an asset for us like we thought he could be. Yeah, I, I, I think Romine could be, you know, I don't see him coming back, but I, that is a solid option. Yeah. No. I, do, I do like uh, McCann a lot. I think that's a really good option option that I agree with Robert not a lot of people are bringing him up and they should be because McCann wouldn't cost as much as Real Muto would yeah not even close you're right well that's why Real Muto I don't think is even going to be on the radar because the big free agent has to be LeMahieu you know absolutely uh, he's you know I think they have to go after him to say with as much of aggressiveness as they did with uh with Garrett Cole yeah, I think that's the guy that they need to focus on. Just let everything else fall into play. Um, Carolyn, who do you feel should be, you know, is that free agent they should be going after? Well, absolutely, uh, DJ. I mean, it, it's like this is such a no-brainer already. Yeah. Um, and if, if they let him go, I just – you know, if they let him go, it better be for a really good reason. Like they're going to put the money toward an elite pitcher or, you know, just somebody who's outrageously 
incredible, but they, they just shouldn't let him go. They have to, they have to um, sign this guy again. I mean, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, I, he's going to be, he's, he's going to be, um, you know, on every team's, you know, kind of like holiday wish list, I think. And so, you know, I, the Yankees should not come in with a with a cheap offer. They, you know, if they really want to keep this guy, they'll be serious about it, and and offer him, you know, some real money. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's been great for the team. Yeah, Rob, how do you? What are you looking at? Who who do you like? Well, aside from our own guys, because DJ is obviously the top of the list, but um. I think we're going to go somewhere in the bullpen area. Uh, Brad Hand was just let go. I would love to bring him in. we got to replace Kainley somehow. Um, That's a guy. Yeah. Another, another name, I wouldn't mind bringing back David Robertson. I know he's coming off the injury, but um, I love D-Rob when he was with us. I yeah, just don't uh, think was- we're going to be spending too much money. That's the thing. So if it's starting pitching, it's going to be a guy like Robbie Ray or something, and no one's going to want to see that. I think if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we should spend big somewhere aside from DJ and our own guys, I would like to see a uh, Brad Hand or David Robertson just try to fill in that bullpen because we need it. We need you know, I kind of stole my thunder a little bit because I was teasing Evan before, <laughs> yeah, before we started recording. We were talking about Canley going into free agency, yep. and you know he's not going to be available. He, he wouldn't have been available anyway because he's going to be doing the time rehab with Tommy John that Brad hand was that, that reliever I would, I would also target. Yeah. I think that's good. I think he would really fit well in that bullpen with those guys. You know, he's disciplined. You know, he's not a drama guy. You know, he's just, he really just focuses on his craft. Mm Yeah. I really like Brad hand. Uh, Donald, what are you, uh, who are you looking at? Working on the under the assumption, that, say fingers crossed that we resign. We'll be trying to get under the two hundred million dollars. We're having a technical. Yeah. We'll looking for bargains. Um, I would say. We oh boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, technology ain't it great. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if he yeah. realizes it. Um, Oh, there he is. Hey, Donald, we kind of lost your feed for a little bit. Do you think you can go can you repeat any of that? I wouldn't even look to take time. I don't think you can I don't think so. Doesn't, he doesn't hear you. Yeah. Look at O'Day maybe from Baltimore as kind of a situational middle reliever. He's talking about Baltimore. Things, but we'll be looking yeah. at bargains. And, of course, catcher. As you guys, Robert and Evan, have discussed, I'd love McConnell Romine. That would be just perfect. All right, Don. Yeah, we kind of uh, lost your feed for a little bit. Um, we didn't really hear you too well. Um, what was some of the key – what was the one key player? If you could just repeat that one more time. Yeah, he's – all right. Uh, we're going to hold off on Donald for a moment while he figures out his audio. Um I'll bring it back to Robert real quick. You know, um, as far as with the with you brought up um, Trevor Bauer, 
Uh, is there any other player that you feel really should be uh, uh, acquired to add to the rotation? Well, there's a couple of guys that I've seen mentioned, and guy I would give a, a shot at is uh, Corey Kluber. Now, I know he's had injuries the last couple of years. I get that. But if you give him like a one-year deal that's incentive-laden, this is a guy who, when he's healthy, has proven to be a very good pitcher. You could put him behind Cole. You get a good solid one, too. It's a good uh, building block. Okay. Hi, guys. Sorry, my line cut out. No, that's right. no, no, that's okay. Um, if you so, want to re, um, go back and reiterate what you were saying. Um, yeah. Um, I was saying, you know, fingers crossed we re-signed DJ. We're trying to get under the $200 million tax threshold. So we'll be looking at bargains. And um, the starting pitching department, I would maybe look at uh, maybe Taiwan Walker or maybe Chad Morton or Corey Kluber, that kind of thing. Um, in the relief pitching aspect, I would love Hand. I would even consider maybe trading Chapman and making Hand and Zach Britton close our setup kind of role. Maybe even look at O'Day from Baltimore as kind of a, a situational reliever. We'll be looking at bargains anyway. And in the catching uh, department, as Evan and Robert discussed, I would love McCann or Austin Romine. One of the other um, sides to free agency I think deserves uh, discussion is how a lot of the owners um, are going to be a little stingy um, on the kind of, kind of money that they're dishing out. Uh, how do you think? Um, it would be if they um, offered, like, uh, if the Steinbrenners offered LeMahieu more of a um, back-end contract, where the first year is a little more team-friendly, like his previous deal, and then kind of gave him the the options on the, you know, the, the money on the back-end. You know, maybe in, in the second or third year of a deal, that's where he gets the good bump for kind of being that, that team player. Is that something you think that would in, in, entice LeMahieu to come back? Uh, Robert, we'll, we'll go to you again. It's uh, our first timer. Do you think that's something the owners might want to try to look at? It's possible. I mean, I had, I had my own uh, idea about uh, – first of all, I got it get this off my chest if I may. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at some of these Yankee fan pages. They're saying, why have the Yankees re-signed DJ LeMay? Why have they re-signed DJ yeah. LeMay? Relax, <laughs> people. Relax. Take a deep breath. We just got started here. You know? They're going to get to it. I, and, I, and I honestly believe that the Yankees and LeMay will come to a deal. Deal, okay. I would, deal I would offer, this is just me talking now, three years Sixty million dollars at twenty million per year, with a team option for a fourth year at twenty million with a three million dollar buyout. I think oh. that would get it through. I well, it's funny because a, a friend of mine I was talking with last night, saying that to uh, being that he's been so team friendly with the with those two with that two year deal, give him the player option as opposed to the team option. Um, that might kind of that might tilt his hand a little bit. Feeling, you know, giving him the option to be in control of his own fate. 
Um, I think that's something that also it would kind of entice him. And like you were saying, um, and Rob, I'll ask you, you see a lot, you know, you're on Twitter a lot as lo along with, you know, with Evan and, and Carolyn and us and Donald, but you see, you do see a lot of panic amongst the fans um, because, you know, it's two days and we haven't signed anybody. Um, you know, the only thing we did was, we, you know, we picked up the option on Britain, which was the right move. Great. Um, what do you think that the fan, you know, when do you think would be a reasonable time frame to really start getting the uh, movement done for the Yankee roster? Uh, well, in a well, it'll be as soon as possible, but, um, you know, the team still got to evaluate how much they want to pay. Cause like you said, you know, it, it's been a weird year. A lot of teams have lost money and all that. And unfortunately that could lead to some bad, uh, CBA negotiations, but that's another topic. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think they push back the, the owner meetings and all that stuff. That's going to all be virtual. So it, it's really kind of like a toss up. You know, like I said, perfect world. We get them, get the signing done immediately. But they still got to evaluate who they want back, who's on the trade market potentially, what they might want to do with Torres, although he should stay at shortstop. But um, I would say at least at least a week maybe you start seeing some movement. It's, it's, I think free agency just technically started. I think yeah. today opened up. Yeah, today you got to get the qualifying offer in by 5 p.m. Right. Yeah. Now, um, with regards with the starting rotation, uh, Carolyn, do you think it would be smart to offer um, a one-year uh, deal to a player like, like a Paxton um, just to kind of as a stopgap to see how the younger arms develop? Um, when he was healthy, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't great. But he didn't embarrass the organization, um, like we've seen with some other pl other pitchers that came in. Um, do you think Paxton can um, regain his reputation um, on a on a one year deal? He might. He might be able to. I mean, I wouldn't offer him more than a one year deal because no, I would. I would, you know, I, I would offer him one year eight million. Yeah. Um, if he's able to reach an innings limit, you know, to, to, you know, where if he's not, you know, if he goes on injury, but if he's able to pitch a full season, you know, give him maybe a $2 million bonus, you know? Yeah. But I you think. also have some free agents out there like, um, Jose, uh, Jose Quintana, who was just, you know, mm -hmm. um, probably not saying his name correctly, but, um, oh, yeah, he's just on the Cubs, <laughs> right? And, um, you know, and he, he's rated, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated uh, MLB, uh, the website just uh, rated the top 50 free agents. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Jose, uh, he, he's rated, you know, um, more, uh, he's, he's rated more highly than James Paxton. So... Okay. Why yeah, I not? haven't heard that name. That's interesting. Yeah, why not try out, you know, a guy like uh, Quintana and and see what he can do? Because he's had some really good seasons with with the Cubs. He's not, 
He's not a big name out there, but neither was uh, DJ LeMayer when he when yeah. he came to the Yankees. And now look, everybody wants him. So Quintana's another you know, guy I uh, kicked the tires on. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, some of these more quiet uh, guys with these, you know, with these with these good seasons, these good numbers, they may be worth a one-year contract, too. So, yep. you know, yeah. All right, um, so before we wrap this up, we're just going to go around and do a true roundtable and give everybody a final thought um, on the free agent market where the players, winter meet, you know, winter meetings approaching. So, Evan, we'll start with you. Is there any uh, expectations that you have overall for baseball in general with free agency? I expect it to be slow. I expect it to be like it was two years ago when it went all the way to March with um, Machado and Harper. I think that the owners really will not want to spend money unless they have to. And I think the trade market is going to be huge trying to get out of some of those older deals as they prepare for the next CBA. Um, so with a player like uh, DJ LeMahieu, you're not going to get someone of his caliber for two years, 24 million like we did. He wanted four years, 68. So I think that's kind of where you need to start with him because he's had two back-to-back MVP type seasons. And like Cammy said before that, a lot of people, unless you were a diehard baseball fan, didn't really know who he was, which yeah. is shocking mm-hmm. on a bad title and had two gold gloves yeah so you know he's a player that everyone in the league should know so yeah I I, I think it's going to be a very interesting offseason I think that the winter meetings are going to be drastically changed because of COVID so that might play into this um, I, I expect internal options like DJ and people getting re-signed that's probably going to happen soon I think the trade market is going to heat up in December and be a majority of the offseason Robert, your final thought. Well, I think free agency is going to be very slow because of the pandemic. All these owners lost a boatload, a boatload of money. And they're going to look every way possible to minimize their losses. So I don't think you're going to see a lot of these, you know, I I don't think you're going to see a Garrett Cole type deal. If you know what I mean. You know, these guys, they may have to settle for maybe like two-thirds or three-quarters of what they were hoping to make, maybe. And don't forget, you you also got the the non-tender date of uh, December 2nd where guys have to be uh, tendered contracts, otherwise they'll be free agents. I think a lot of teams are going to do that. That's going to flood the market, and that's going to drive the price down on all these uh, free agents. Rob, your final thought. I, I agree with what both Evan and Robert said. Like, it's going to be slow. We're not going to see any crazy deals. Um, you know, we've already talked about how much the owners have lost, and it's still a business as much as I want to see players get paid quickly and get what they deserve. But, um, yeah, in terms of baseball, it's going to be slow. But in terms of the Yankees, I don't think we're going to do anything drastic. I think it's just going to be – bring back as much of the same team as we can and some small changes here and there. They're not going to spend a ton of money, hopefully on DJ. And then they're going to try to just go back into it next year and hope they stay healthy. Cause I'm not expecting too much at all. Carolyn, your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, but you know what everybody said already, this is a lost revenue year. 
I think it's going to be slow. I think like Robert was saying, um, you know, with the contracts and everything um, coming up, uh, it's going to drive the price down on free agencies. And I think there's going to be concessions on, you know, on the player side, on, on any side really. But, uh, you know, uh, some of the free agents are not going to get what they really want or deserve unfortunately, um, because I think people are going to try to do this cheaply this year um, because of all the lost revenue. And we just hope that uh, we can bring everything back next year. But, uh, but yeah. And Donald, your final thoughts. Well, it's going to be a very cool agency. I I urge uh, patience among the Yankee fan base, which we're not exactly known for, but, it's going to take time. There's going to be some bargains to be had, plenty of bargains. Look, Brad Hand somehow became available because of the 10 million option, which is usually really cheap. It's, good it's really good value. But um, these are free agency. So that's, that's what we're looking at. There's going to be a lot of really nice players that can add a lot to our team. But it's going to take a little bit of time. I think we just need to be a little bit patient. Our priority is DJ, 1,000%. And then we need to work out our budget from there because the Yankees have actually suffered more than any other team in baseball with, uh, with the lack of fans coming to the turnstiles styles. And, you know, the Steinbrenners, their business is the Yankees, you know, that's it. Uh, so, you know, it's not like the Mets of a, of a hedge fund owner and th- things like that. I mean, in this kind of situation, we need to be patient, I think, a little bit. And we're going to just have to look for bargains and the trade market is going to be very interesting. Usually the winter meetings, it's usually the second winter meetings, usually is when the most action happens. Uh, but of course with this, with COVID and, and the fact that, you know, we're not going to be in a hotel, it's all going to be done remotely. It's going to make things a little bit different and interesting. So you'll be looking at uh, short-term deals and, um, and some really good bargains. I hope, uh, hope Cashman's aware of these. Uh, I'm sure he will be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then with, with my final thought, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, uh, contracts that are more incentive-ridden, uh, back-end bonuses, um, only to buy teams a little more time, more in the smaller markets. You know, it, as much as, you know, the Yankees were saying that they lost money, they still have money to maintain a solid roster. But I think you're going to see a lot um, – a lot – more um, understanding between the major uh, markets, trying not to bury the smaller markets, um, only because the owners do all want to stay in one unit. So I think you're going to see a lot of incentive-ridden contracts, short-term, um, and I think it's going to you know, go uh, right down to spring training. When you're going to see a lot of these players come off the, you know, come off the market. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't see a fast-paced uh, off-season. And my expectations is I'm not expecting any major deals done until after January 1st. Um, I think the winter meetings are going to go a little more off-script and, and really stretch out. Being that it's all going to be virtual, they're not just all going to be able to sit in the same room and discuss. Um, 
So I th that's my, my that's my final thought on the free agent market. And so that wraps up episode four of Yankee Chronicles Roundtable. I want to thank everybody who has joined us today. And for anybody that is watching, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to us on Spotify, please give our channel a follow. And on behalf of everybody from YankeeChronicles.com, thanks for watching and thanks for listening and have a good day. Mm-hmm.